Um, I'm trying to find where where their um, company value. Core yeah, I, I thought I had them before, but I don't have them anymore. Exploration, exercise, and real-world social interaction. Where'd you find that? Is it, did you type in Niantic Core Values, and that's the first thing that came up? <laughs> yes. Shut up. <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. It's time to make a selection from your collection. Which direction to the affection connection? New Pokemon need protection from shadowy subjection. Listener emails bring perfection to this confection. And more on this episode of Go Cast Chin. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of the Go Cast podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and this week I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. Hey, it's yet another. No, it's not. It's not Tuesday. We missed our Tuesday recording time, didn't we? By yes, a lot. we did. <laughs> yes, it's almost the next Tuesday. It's actually <laughs> Sunday morning. We planned on doing the recording last night, but I, uh, but I, I kind of asked Kyle if he'd be willing to delay based on some stuff, you know, going on with the tail end of the show with the mailbag and some voicemails and stuff. We'll get to that in a bit here. Um, but sorry about no show happening on Tuesday and therefore no show getting out to you guys on Wednesday or Thursday this week. It was, in case you missed it, it was Christmas and Kyle and I, both of our families and such, practice those events. And so we were very, very busy those days. So that was a no-go. Oh, man, what are we going to do for this Tuesday? New <laughs> Year's is a spiritual holiday for me at the very least. Nah. <laughs> we'll have to figure it out. But anyway, here's this show. That we're in right now. Before we get into all of the, uh, oh yeah, we stink and didn't do our goals and stuff. You know, you know how this goes. A special shout out to patron Benny for increasing their pledge. Thank you so much for doing so. It means the world to us and we hope that this means that you're enjoying your time with us in Discord. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks again. All right, Mr. Kyle, ready? Yes. Ready for me to just bring back some of our, our high hopes and dreams from a previous iteration of this timeline. That's just the past. Do you remember any of your goals, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I remember I've never asked this. I've always just read them to you. I'm curious if you actually remember any of them. Because I don't remember mine halfway look, through the week look, at all. So I stopped remembering them because you started writing them down. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe we should just stop doing that then, I guess. <laughs> your first one was Max your, your Mask. So Max your, your Mask. That that is a yes and a no. How is that possible? Because it is maxed, but it's still a Yamask. Okay. Not, I don't have enough candy after maxing it to make it a Cofagrigas. Well, that wasn't your goal. Your goal was Yamask, so that works out. It was a toss-up. I had a level 30 Cofagrigas, or I had a level like 3 lucky Yamask. One was more candy, and one was more Stardust, so I went for the one that was more candy. There you go. That's worthwhile. See, that's the way you got to play. You know, sometimes you got to make those hard decisions. It's tough. Uh, did you decide to hatch more eggs? Because that was one of your goals. You wanted to hatch 40 this week. I did. I don't think I hit 40. I don't remember because we're in a new cycle since that last happened. Right. But I have been hatching more eggs. So I'm going to count that as a victory. Okay. And then did you get a Verizian? No, I did not. Yeah? No. Well, uh, <laughs> well uh, okay. 
We have a lot in common because neither did I. That was one of my goals. I did not get him. I showed up to three raids and nobody else did. Um, I'm really upset about that. 60 kilometers. That's a no go. So this past week, um, I so the first so the first let me catch you up on marathon training really quick. So the first week of marathon training. Great. Did it. Awesome. Second week of marathon training. Yo, my back. I'm so out of shape. I can't just hop right back into Ryan again. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know. Anyway, I, I didn't know. I just was willfully just trying to ignore it anyway so i think what i'm going to do is i'm doing two 16 week training rotations i'm gonna do the first 16 week all walking all of it all the distances the same everything just walking and then the second round after i've been walking and getting myself conditioned for sustained cardio and stuff then running that, that sounds smarter <laughs> right i think that sounds smarter it's better than just like killing yourself right so anyway last week physically i was super upset <laughs> my whole body was mad so i didn't do a whole lot of walking um but that's okay because we also had some illnesses in the house and such um, but this past week it's been really really nice weather out been getting out and doing some walks uh, and i was supposed to hatch about 60 eggs since the last time we spoke and i think i hatched about 50 so it's pretty close that's, that's um, close that's yeah close. didn't didn't quite get it. a lot of things came up in my life this week that really got in the way of me doing this but um Looks like you're the victor this week, Kyle. Yay. Good for you. <laughs> Woohoo. All right. Enough of that. Let's let's do our you know the metal check. Has this event been any good for you, man? Have you gotten anything a little new? Bit. You should have. A little bit. Yeah. They're crawling all over the place. Come on. Yeah. I've gotten them. Okay. Have you, are, are you are you at 35? I am at 35. Exactly 35? Yes. Oh. I had no reason to guess that number. I was just guessing. Oh, so <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Are two of I, them cub chew and bear tick? Uh, no, I don't have a bear tick yet. I have not actually seen that many cub chew. Ah, okay. Well, there uh, I do have cub chew. Obviously, I got right. I got a crygano. I I put up a glacial lure at work sometime last week mm. and had like three or four spawn. It was pretty lucky. Did you get any shinies this week? Any event shinies? No, That's a big question. Absolutely not. No. Okay. So I had two extended play sessions, like probably like an hour each. You know, I went for like a two or three mile walk, right? And I caught two shiny Sneasel, which Ooh, is nice. awesome, which is nice. really great. But apparently they're out in droves. Everybody I've seen online is like, yep, this is my ninth one. Yep. Still shiny haven't Sneasel. seen, you know, anything else. Like nobody's seen Snover. Uh, there's been a few of them, but it's mostly Sneasel, which is so strange. Um, I wonder if it's boosted. I, I bet not, but it sure seems like I it. I I seem to remember. I want to say it was JT Valor when he was on last that he said that Sneasel just seems like it's always everywhere in terms of shinies. So maybe Sneasel just has a, a higher rate. Maybe it has know, an individual rate. But. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them are different. Just not naturally, like Mawile, I think has a different shiny rate in raids than other ones do. So is mm -hmm. Absol, right? So maybe maybe Sneasel does. I don't. I feel like we would have heard about it though. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, no anyway, one wants to admit it. It's true. Um, but uh, enough about that stuff. Let's get into the news. All right. First things first. A little bit of clarification on some stuff we talked about last week. Buddy Adventure is now live. I think the day after we spoke about it, or the day that we spoke about it, it came out something like that. It was really close to when we talked about yeah. it on our show last. I think the day <laughs> after, because I think the day after it came out, I put the show up, and I was like, "Wow, this is super irrelevant now." But anyway, again, some clarification, some specification, if you will. Let's talk about some details here. Leveling up your buddy. Now, you might have noticed you can now assign your Pokemon as a buddy as you did before, but there's more stuff to it. 
such as getting friendship and acquiring affection hearts and stuff. How do you do that? What are the different levels? What's that all about? Well, we're going to talk about that today in a couple of different facets. So first thing, leveling up your buddy to different levels of friendship. Each friendship level requires a set. Each friendship level requires collecting a set amount of affection hearts, which are earned by interacting with your buddy and playing the game with that Pokemon assigned as your buddy. There are four buddy levels. Number one, good buddy, ton four at one heart. Uh, two, great buddy at 70 hearts. Three, ultra buddy at 150 hearts. And four, ultra best, super buddy. No, there's just best buddies at 300 hearts. Uh, you can earn up to 10 hearts a day to increase your friendship level. If your buddy's mood is excited, mood's a whole nother thing. You can earn up to 20 affection hearts. You can reach the best buddy status in 30 days or less if you complete the daily tasks every day. Those tasks include, and you've probably done a fair amount of these and not even noticed, walk together gives up to three hearts. You need to walk two kilometers for each heart. Replacing your buddy will reset any progress you made towards your next heart, but it does not reset programming, but it does not reset progress to earn candy. Here's a little caveat with that. Your buddy needs to be on your adventure with you, which means it needs to be on the overworld map, which means you need to either give it a poffin or feed it enough berries uh, when you play with it so that it its heart meter is all the way full so it joins you in order to get the distance walk together medals. He can't just be your buddy and you go on a normal walk. That's not how it works. Give your buddy a treat. Gives up to three times hearts. In order to get more hearts, your buddy needs to be at zero and need three berries to count as one heart. You need nine berries per day to get all three hearts. You can also give them, what is it, six golden raspberries because you can do two golden raspberries because uh, it's three bars instead of two for those. Uh, oh, I didn't know that because I didn't I didn't want to spend any golden brass on it. Yeah, I've got like 200 sitting around, so like I need them to do something. Yeah, they're for they're for gems. Yeah, but I don't do that either. <laughs> you, well, you should. Oh, maybe. That's Stardust. I guess so. Uh, play together games one star for tapping your buddy in AR mode and petting them with your finger for a few seconds until you see them spin and jump with delight. Battle together gives one star. Battle together gives one heart for fighting in gyms, raids, team go rocket, or trainer battle with your buddy. Your buddy needs to be a team member. Just a team member doesn't actually need to fight. Training with leaders also counts as a trainer battle. That's good to know. Take a snapshot gives one heart when taking a snapshot of your buddy. Pretty straightforward. Visit a new place gives one heart for visiting a Pokestop or gym that you haven't visited before with this buddy. That doesn't mean any Pokestop that you haven't been to before. It means it could be something you've been to before as long as you haven't been there with that buddy, I think. Because I can't imagine it'd be the other way, right? I mean, finding a I new mean, Pokestop every day is kind of, that would be too much. I haven't paid attention to the specifics of these the last week, especially because it's been, you know, Christmas time. I would really hope it's it's new for the buddy and not just new to you. If it's new to you, this this last one is basically useless. Right. <laughs> for most yeah. people. Yeah. Or just, just inaccessible. You know, like it's just a, a bummer. Um, but yeah, those are the ways you can do that. Uh, in addition to that, after acquiring the first set of 10 hearts, you can unlock the second set by reaching certain thresholds with each activity category. These thresholds are still being researched. This is a quote directly from Pokemon Go Hub. Um, but it seems that there are 200 snapshots, 20 new places to visit, and a combination of other ones. Long story short, you can get another heart doing stuff, but it, it takes a lot. 20 new places, 200 snapshots. I don't think you really want to be spending your time doing that, but it is possible. There's other ways to do it as well. 
by using the Poffin, but we'll talk more about that a little bit later in the show. Any feedback before we move on? I know that was pretty much just an info dump. I don't know. Have you had your chance to to play with this yet, Kyle? How are you feeling about Buddy Adventure? What's your feedback? I, I've played with it a bit. It's not really for me. It's it's a cool feature to have, but I'm just going to keep picking my buddy based on who I need candy for. So, yeah. How do you feel, though? Um, I see the appeal, right? I'm I'm really into it. I think it's cool. I think the way that it feels, it feels like quite an upgrade to AR. Um, I'm excited to uh, for the the new feature we're talking about here in a minute, the shared AR buddy adventure. But as far as the rest of it goes, I think if I was using a different Pokemon that I liked more than maybe Saviper, <laughs> I would probably enjoy it quite a bit. That being said, I have literally zero love for Saviper, right? But this has made me kind of appreciate him a little bit more. You will I mean, love Saviper I, I, by I, the end. I am starting to love so It's already happening. I'm starting to love Saviper. But he just like when I pet him and he throws his head back and he smiles and he, he hisses, like it, it makes him fun. It makes it feel more personal, I guess. I don't know. I know it's pre-programmed. But I've never really felt like super connected to Pokemon like in the main series games and stuff. Like the only reason I wouldn't transfer a Pokemon is because I think that I need them for something. I was never like, mm-hmm. oh, this was my guy. I took them through my entire adventure. Like, I don't really care about that stuff. <laughs> but like the I, I just don't. I don't know. I, it hasn't really hit me before. But this AR adventure thing made it, it. It's much. It's as close to that feeling as I've gotten. And it was with the Viper. So if I was messing around with like my Cyndaquil, if we were running around and stuff and I was feeding the berries, patting his head and we were buddies and stuff like I might feel a little bit differently about it. But right now it's a solid good. Maybe like a seven and a half, maybe like an eight solid good a solid good good yeah, yeah seven and a half seven mm-hmm. and a half is a fair a but, fair number I but think. like the good is like all lowercase <laughs> yeah. you know it's just good that's it it's just good <laughs> just good all right like i mentioned share ar buddy adventure is now a thing um it's a feature that's on your, it's right next to the play button um this is a quote from a redditor that they put on this uh, pokemon go hub article that kind of just describes it a little bit because i can't really describe it per se in a neat fashion um this is a quote from sammers 460 beside the play button on your buddy screen there's a new button once you download a small update you can choose to scan or create a qr code once your friend scans the code you can hit go to start it's a little bit of a process to get started stand in a line move phones left and right together then you each throw your buddy you can feed your buddy uh berries not not the other trainers, just yours. You can see their buddy eat berries if they're fed. Um, and uh, it looks to work across iOS and Android, of course, and a couple of other different things. So I haven't had a chance to really mess around with this. So I unfortunately don't have a lot to say. Kyle, you haven't had a chance to mess around with shared AR, have you? No, not yet. Yeah, but this is the most exciting thing, I think, probably out of the whole buddy adventure. Um, I, I would like to have spent some time to... Uh, to go in and do it but nobody was willing around me during this holiday weekend to really mess around with it um so maybe we'll get back to you guys next weekend on how it feels and 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 works but i mean just from like a cursory uh surface level kyle i mean this is this could have huge implications moving forward agreed it's a it's a great way of like showcasing the kind of tech that they have and that they could work on yeah i would really like to see this stuff come to pvp battles if it's shared AR where like I can see the person in front of me throw out their Pokemon <laughs> and they're facing me with my Pokemon facing them and stuff like that, that'd be pretty cool. I just want to stand behind my dude. That'd be pretty neat. 
Um, but yeah, if you guys have had a chance to mess around with it or if you guys have some fun photos or stuff like that, uh, please go ahead and send them to us at mail.goguestpodcast.com. We'd love to see you and your buddy and your buddy's buddies doing buddy things together being buds. All right. Last piece of news. Ready? It's a doozy. It's not. New Team Go Rocket leader lineups. <laughs> I, I, I fooled you. See what I did there? It was a joke because I misled you. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so um, <laughs> there's new lineups for the Team Go Rocket leaders. One of them seems to be seasonally thematic. So I'm a little I'm a little worried about how long these will stay around since the winter event is ending in just a few days here. Team Go Rocket leader Pokemon. For Arlo, the first Pokemon is now Bagon, which means that Shiny Shadow Bagon is in the mix. The second Pokemon can be between Charizard, Blastoise, and Steelix. Third Pokemon, Salamence, Dragonite, Caesar. First Pokemon for Cliff, Stantler. Shiny, Shadow, <laughs> Stantler. Yo. And it's it's your boy Cliff. Cliff just flexing on us, man. Everybody else is bringing relevant Pokemon. He's like, nah, dude, I'll bring this deer. Um, the second Pokemon can be Marowak, Onyx, uh, Electivire. Third Pokemon, Tyranitar. Marshtomp. Sorry. Third Pokemon, Tyranitar, Swampert, or Torterra interesting is that yeah that's is that torterra yeah like, that's torterra yeah i can never tell the difference between torterra and grottle so small in this infographic it's just so tiny they look so similar um <laughs> sierra's first pokemon is absol yo shiny shadow absol is awesome it looks yes, so yes, phenomenal goodness second pokemon alakazam cacturn lapras third pokemon shiftry Gallade, and hound doom very exciting stuff. Uh, so, yeah, basically, you have the opportunity to get Shiny Shadow Bagon, Stantler, or Absol now. That's that's long and short of it. Um, again, don't know how long these new Pokemon will be in rotation. They've been in rotation since the 24th, it seems like. Um, safe to say they might change in January, in a couple of days here, or probably when the show goes live. Not so sure. We'll see. That being said, let's get into Gear Up. So this week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about some of the buddy adventure stuff, specifically how you can get your buddy excited without using a poffin. Now, for those of you who really care, I'm going to keep this part real short. Don't do it. It's not worth the effort for the benefit. But for those of you who actually care about the details, you need to get 32 action points or emotion points, however you want to classify connecting with your buddy. Now, the list that gives you action points, it's going to sound very familiar to a list you just heard. You can visit a new location with the buddy. It's worth one point. You can walk two kilometers, which is repeatable, and it's worth three points. You can feed your buddy, or you can play with your buddy, and both of them are worth one point. You can take a snapshot with your buddy, which is also worth one point. Or if you're already at great buddy or higher, opening a souvenir slash present will get you three points. And that one is also repeatable. Or you can visit a location that's been highlighted by your buddy, which is also repeatable for three points. For those of you who haven't really been taking part in a buddy adventure, if your buddy is on the map, it will sometimes like seek out locations because of spawns or Pokestops or whatever. So if you follow its guidance, you'll get points. All of these actions, except for the ones that I mentioned are repeatable, 
have a 30 minute cooldown. So you can only get credit for one snapshot every 30 minutes. You can only get credit for one new location every 30 minutes. Unfortunately, we're not sure as of this moment how the points decay if they reset to zero if you don't do it for 30 minutes or if it resets at midnight. Not a not enough information is out there yet. Feel free to experiment. Take one snapshot every 30 minutes. See how your progress goes. Because if you could do that and it doesn't reset at midnight, that's probably the most boring way of doing this. But if you don't want to be boring and you really want to get your buddy excited, you can get to the 32-point threshold in about an hour and a half. If you do all of the, the easy ones, you take the snapshot, feed, play, you'll get about, you'll get six points every half hour. So in an hour, you'll have 18 points. And then you only need 14 more. So if you're walking during this playtime, that's just free points on top of it. It seems like a lot of work, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know what? I, I don't have a child, but it seems a lot like child rearing. You know, it's, it's like you're yeah. just you're getting a Tamagotchi right here. It's like, you, you, you know, you for do, those of you in the 90s, there's, here's a list of things you need to do. Do them a lot so much that you don't want to do them anymore, but not too much that the person that you're doing them with doesn't want to do them anymore. And your opinion is very different. <laughs> My survivor can <laughs> eat berries like nobody's business. Let me just say. <laughs> but all of this, all of this work, what's the benefit? Chris mentioned it briefly in his uh, section in the news, but you get double hearts towards your buddy progress. That doesn't seem very exciting, especially because if you're doing this for free, you're going to hit all of your heart thresholds before you even get too excited. So that one's not really relevant, but you get half walking distance for buddy candy while excited. That seems pretty great, doesn't it? Yeah, it depends on the buddy. One downside. By all reports, excited only lasts three hours. <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I just I feel like that's the that's the cap right there. If this is this is really cool, although it's it's really approaching that sense of a chore. But I'd be willing to do it if it lasted twenty four hours. This would be a reasonable amount of like effort. But for three hours? I I no way. I guess. I guess, right? I mean, so I'll be using this feature and I'll probably even buy a couple of poppins like before I go and do like an extended play session, like a community day for three hours. I mean, I wonder why mm -hmm. it's three hours, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, especially for things like a go fest where you're playing for eight to ten hours in a day. Like um, this, I think this feature will probably get a lot more use. Yeah, I don't think it's really useful for like, hey, I'm going to go take a 30-minute walk, and I usually play during this walk every day. Is it worth it yeah. using a poffin on my buddy? Probably not. Not unless you're covering, like even at the maximum distance, if you go 10 kilometers an hour and you don't trigger the the going too fast, Yeah, that's you're still only getting – maybe one or two extra candy with the excited buff. Right. Yeah. I don't put it in perspective. Mm. That poffin is a hundred coins. You could buy a raid pass without a box for a hundred coins and go do 
even a tier three raid and you'll probably get two to three rare candy. That's that's very Which, true. Yeah. Right there just kind of negates the puffin in my opinion. Yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, I, it seems kind of like a weird design choice. The the distance, the buddy candy distance being halved with the excited thing, because I feel like people that are walking Pokemon for for candy only probably aren't interested in a robust buddy system like this at all. They probably don't even want to yeah. mess with it. They're probably just like, set it, forget it. I'll come back in 100 kilometers and see what I need to do. You know, I, I don't think that those mm-hmm. are the sort of people that are feeding poppins every day or or whatever, or, you know, a million berries. Just, <laughs> the poffin is so expensive, and now it's it's so prohibitive to get it for free. It's it's very strange that Excited kind of even exists in my mind. Yeah. I love the idea, but not the execution. What I really think is that uh, it, the buddy should have a chance to find one for you after you've had – a full day of perfect 10 hearts at the end of the day, there's like a 50% Mm -hmm. chance or whatever after a day of full 10 hearts normal that he or she brings you a pop at the end of the day. It's like, Hey, here's this. It's kind of like a reward for exploring the system. And now tomorrow you get to reap the benefits even more or whatever. What if poffins like, I know this might be upsetting for some people. What if it was a possible reward for seven day breakthroughs? Just add it on yeah, that seems, into the pool. Yeah. Like you that know, seems like a logical addition. In my opinion. I don't I don't know. They they just have to add it in other places except for raids. They obviously can't put it as a raid reward. It just seems so because weird then, that they put it right behind yeah. a paywall, right? Like right well, away. It's just such an expensive paywall, that's all. If it was fifty, I'd be cool because like that's one day of coins. Yeah, one day of coins for one poffin, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. But, but when you just, when you hmm. When you put it on par with a raid pass, you're you're already doing some some funky things there with people having to consider the comparison there. Oh, like the value between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I just I, w- I really wish that they would have done a special research or something that would have given everybody like one or something like that, so we all had a chance to use it. Because right, now, I don't like it. I don't. I don't have a bad. I have a bad relationship with this item because I don't want to buy it because I don't know how it works, and that's yeah. gonna stop me from buying one. <laughs> um, know, I mean, everything else. I imagine we've we'll gotten stuff. We've gotten those things from other thing, uh, other sources, not just the way to get it in the yeah. first place. You know. I imagine we'll start seeing poffins in adventure boxes going forward. Oh, that makes sense. So maybe taking up this space of uh, incense, hopefully. In which case, I'd be okay with that. That's not that bad. Yeah, so what, super incubators, regular incubators? Uh, lures slash lures. star pieces and poffins. I think it'd be lures and pof- poffins, and they'd probably swap out the poffins for star pieces if they were going to do that. Well, I was just – hopefully they just get rid of incense. Nobody – you don't need incense. <laughs> you know, I used to think that way, and now I have a very different opinion about incense now that I have none. <laughs> Like have no incense. I have, I have like five, and that's just oh, because no. I bought a couple of boxes lately. But I went with zero incense for like the better half of the second half of the summer, I think, and it was just wow. So sixty one, frustrating. And you should just burn that stuff all day anyway. But like, it's so inefficient to use it if you're staying around because you only get like five spawns. Whereas True. if you're walking, you get double that. Yeah, but like for events and stuff like that, it just makes them better. Yeah, I try to use them on events, but mm-hmm. it's hard to wear down on them. True. 
oh hey you know before we move on you're, you're wrapping up gear up here right yeah all right so we forgot to mention that 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 reg ice event happened this weekend <laughs> uh like reg ice and, just forgotten <laughs> There were a couple of interesting things that happened with that winter event th- this past weekend, which is what yesterday for us recording today on a Sunday morning. Uh, Kyle and I didn't participate. It wasn't for us, I guess. I don't know. I kind of want to get a cry- uh, cryogenol, but I'm sure they'll be around. It's just pot- You have a glacial lure, right? I've got just four because down. of that new winter box. They had four in it for 480 <laughs> coins. D- literally pop one down. I almost guarantee you. Between like two glacial lures, you'll get at least one. Hopefully. Hopefully. So I'll have to spend some time doing that. But if you're listening, you're like, hey, they didn't even mention the winter event. Sorry, we didn't do it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we forgot. Uh, sure did. But um, you know what we didn't forget about? The Pokalore. So this week on Pokalore, we're going to talk about Stantler, the big horn Pokemon. Woohoo! <laughs> He's got antlers, right? Yes, he does. Okay, weird. They're, they're, they're not horns. What are they talking about then? Are antlers technically horns? Is that like a biological thing? I don't know. You know what? I'll do some I'll do some background research. You continue on. Stantler is a quadruped caribou-like Pokemon, not reindeer, apparently. It has a tan pelt with a cream-colored belly and a few spots on its back. Its tail is large, short, and round, and each of its legs end in a black hoof. It has a large brown nose and a pair of pale cream-colored antlers, each with a black orb in the center. The shape of the antlers and the black orbs cause them to resemble eyes. Stantler can distort reality and create illusions with its antlers by subtly changing the flow of air around them. Whoa. What? What? (laughs) Yeah. He's normal type. What? This is psychic type Pokemon right here. Definitely is. Staring into them creates an odd sensation as if one is being sucked through them and one may become so dizzy that it is impossible to stand. Its strange antlers are very valuable artifacts to Pokemon hunters. The species was nearly driven to extinction for its beautiful antlers. Oh, Pokemon, we're getting a a little little too real here. A little too real. (laughs) Additionally, the round balls found on the fallen antlers can be ground into a powder that aids in sleeping. Man, they really put a lot of thought into this very simple Pokemon. Stantler lives in herds in temperate, mountainous forests. As shown in the anime, a baby Stantler that is separated from its herd and frightened will instinctively produce an illusion of a big stampeding herd to scare away perceived threats. Hmm. That's an interesting Pokemon. Sounds like a strong Pokemon. It's a shame it's not. Oh. Its max CP is 2164. It's just so mediocre. It's it's <laughs> mediocre stats. 192 attack. 131 defense, which is just bad. Ooh, ooh. And then 177 stamina, which is below average. I'm not going to give you a moveset. Don't. Don't use this Pokemon. If you want to collect one, go find your green Stantler and love that. So um, the difference between antlers and horns. Are you ready? Yes. So antlers are found on cervids, are made of bone and are typically branched and are shed every year. Right. So horns, antlers, different antlers. They're made of bone. 
they're on their head and then they fall off their shed horns they're found on bovids i don't even know what that is are made of a bony <laughs> core with a keratin sheath are not branched and are a permanent part of the animal so antlers bones that fall off every year horns keratin encrusted bony core that is a permanent part of the animal interesting yeah yeah interesting so are antlers horns or no no, no Antler, antlers That's and why... horns are different yep then you know what pokemon it's not a big horn pokemon it's a big antler pokemon it's true he can know mega horn though in the game so maybe oh my God. So there's that you know <laughs> Fug type moves that's great yeah okay you want to talk about some pvp really quick all right, let's hear it. You ready? Okay, Fusion Cup is coming up for the next month, month of January. Woohoo! All right, let's talk about some rules here. Team of six competitors will bring a team of six Pokemon to register them before the tournament begins. We already know that. Great League, 1,500 CP permitted into the cup. Yep, dual types only. The Fusion Cup requires you to build a team using only dual type Pokemon. No single types with the following restrictions. Second charge move cost cap. Any Pokemon with a second charge move that costs 50k Stardust or less are allowed. If a species evolutions or pre-evolution stages differ in move costs, only the evolution stages whose charge moves are 50k Stardust or less are permitted. So if you're in a situation where, like, if you have a Pokemon that you can walk it for a short amount of distance and it would then qualify, but we evolve it, it doesn't. It's got to be the, the, the younger version, the pre-evolved version. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Who who besides legendaries costs more than 50k Stardust for a second charge move? Baby Pokemon into regular Pokemon. But that's less. This is 50k or lesser allowed, so that means only 50k and more aren't, which right. is only so legendary, like, right? So like if you evolve like a Riolu into a, into a Lucario, doesn't it go up to – oh, I guess, yeah, because it, it, that but would then be 50. then it's still only – 50, right? Yeah, yeah. so – Oh no, Lucario costs seventy five. I just oh just okay, so, so there, there you go. go. So yeah, so there so, are some. So that example standouts. is true. Okay, that's what I thought was the case. Okay, you had me second guessing myself. Okay, yeah. So baby Pokemon that go into go into adult Pokemon, I think is another one. I think there's another caveat or two. I just don't know them. So just be be vigilant. Um, there's a species ban as well on Azumarill, Metachim, Dugong, and Wormadam. All forms. Those are not allowed, which is a bummer because I have two of those. No duplicates. Only one of each Pokemon species is permitted. Only one of each Pokemon species is permitted on your team of six. No species duplicates. And that's it. That's pretty that's pretty straightforward and yet complicated at the same time. Uh, I did not participate in Timeless Cup at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a remote league. I just had such little interest. Also, I didn't want to spend the Stardust and my head just was not <laughs> in the game. And so... For those of you that might have been waiting for one of the two of us to give you guys some feedback on Timeless, sorry. That one was just, gotta, woo, it was a doozy. So You got to get your head in the game, Chris. Got to get you, get you, get you, get your head in the Pokepole. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the transition, Kyle. <laughs> Last week's question was, what Pokemon is going to be your first best buddy and why? Splintaris wrote in and said, my first buddy is going to be my Charmander named Champ. As I mentioned in my previous email, I'm an amateur cosplayer working on becoming a professional. And on my Twitter and Instagram, I have a series I do called Champs Autism Awareness Adventures. You see, I have what's called Asperger's Syndrome, 
which is on the autism spectrum as a high functioning autism. It means I'm considered 95 to 98% normal in that I can do pretty much anything a normal person can, just that I sometimes have difficulty in some social aspects. For example, I don't understand. For example, I didn't understand sarcasm until I was about 14. I took almost everything people said literally and had a hard time understanding if people were serious or joking with me. So I use a Charmander plush that my recent girlfriend got me from Build-A-Bear Workshop to go out and take pictures on occasions with fun little quotes or stories to help spread awareness and acceptance of autism. Since I started doing that, I've kept a Charmander in Pokemon Go named Champ for Go Snapshot pictures. With the release of Buddy Adventures, it was a no-brainer. And on Christmas Day, I hit great buddies with Champ, and I look forward to becoming best buddies with him in the near future. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's, that's great. That's really sweet. Yeah. I like the um I, I like how you're using it as a tool to help something that you're already doing. That's pretty cool. You know, I I, I don't think I've seen any of, of this stuff Splinteris. I think I've got to go uh take a look at your Instagram. I know it's there. I haven't gone to take a look at it yet. Um, but I'll take a look at this stuff and I'll I'll spread some of it around because this seems so so quite interesting and it's a it's a, a good a good purpose as well. Uh so keep it up. Awesome. This next one is from at Pokemon Nerd. Well, it is Pharaoh seed because I needed the candy to evolve it. But now it's kind of annoying because at work I walk a lot, but don't have time to go to my phone and feed the Pharaoh seed, the, the buddy adventure stuff. So I don't get really any you know candy or distance and such. Uh, not to complain. <laughs> uh, James said, Manectric, my favorite Pokemon from when I played Ruby as a kid. Clothar said, I chose my maxed out Garchomp for many reasons. I, probably that it's maxed out Garchomp's the first one. Uh, the two major is because I want to walk around with a giant dragon. Yep, there it is. Another is because I'm waiting to see how good the CP boost is before I do it on my Metacham. The worry is it'll raise its CP above 1500 and I've invested too much dust. So I'll wait and see. That's true. It's only a temporary CP boost, though, as long as he stays your buddy. So if that does happen, don't worry, Robbie. It won't ruin your Pokemon. You can just remove it from your buddy and then it'll uh, go back to normal. Mikey said, since I'm still on my grind to get 25 of every Gen 1 Pokemon to transfer to Let's Go Eevee, my shiny Gyarados will almost certainly be my first best buddy. I'm looking forward to those moments when he gets excited, and I'm able to obtain a candy every half a kilometer. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Just go for like a short run sorry. and come back with armfuls of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Moshpit said, my first best buddy will most likely be my lucky, shiny Metacham. It's only 91%, but with the potential best buddy CP buff, it'll still slot in right under 1,500 for Great League. Well, there you go. Nice. Trent says, Noctowl is my answer. Can't see myself replacing him unless for a special research and shiny launches. Mahalo High says, my first was Lampent because I'm still working towards a Chandelure. However, he was a problem child. He kept throwing food on the floor and rarely accepted berries. Did not like being petted and circled my avatar menacingly. <laughs> See, this sounds this sounds a lot like that child comparison we made yeah, earlier. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now Mew is my buddy and we get along great. He flies around in looping patterns and even surfs on some wind gusts. I gain nothing practical from this, but the cuteness and charm make up for it. <laughs> I like that self-awareness. That's awesome. I didn't realize <laughs> Mew was so squirrely. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this week's PokePoll, what are you looking forward to the most in Pokemon Go heading into 2020? 
<sighs> what a question. Oof. What? What, a, what a question. And you would think Chris. that because we talked about it prior to doing the show that you and I would have an answer ready to go because we've been recording for how long now? Let's see. 45 minutes. The answer is no. Neither of us have an answer have... ready to go. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Actually, I think, I think I've got one. Okay. Uh, I know that you and I, what I'm looking forward to the most, uh, well, first of all, more more podcast stuff and more Pokemon Go in general. That's that's kind of like a given. Um, but I think most of all, uh, Kyle, you and I talked about uh, this upcoming year being the year that you and I travel for an event, like a GoFest or something. That's that's the that's the hope. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most is getting to travel and go somewhere else for Pokemon Go because the past couple of years, few years, I've been a responsible adult and kept it pretty, pretty local. Um, and I've been lucky enough that my local <laughs> reach is Chicago. <laughs> so have, I've had GoFest, but if it's in New York, I want to go to New York. If it's in California, I'll go to California. You know, it, you name it. I would love to go to a bunch of different places or at least one new place uh for a pokemon go event uh, what about you kyle uh, you know see that's a good answer because my answer was gonna be related to 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 events but on the on the flip side i think i'm looking forward to any kind of improvements that are going to come out for existing features i guess that's that's a little bit vague but improvements to the the team go rocket stuff is especially exciting to me, even though I'm not doing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that they flesh it out even more or they add something, even another tier above it that interacts with gyms instead of just Pokestops. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But putting, putting lures on gyms, you mean? Sure. You yeah. know, it's any, anything, anything that's going to improve the current play experience. I'm not even talking about adding new features necessarily because oh, who knows could they also remove like. things would that make you happy like uh, like grand bowl perhaps no i'm okay with grand bowl if they could remove hat pikachus though <laughs> that'd be great if they could let us mass transfer event pokemon that would be the way to go <laughs> honestly like that is a super big life uh, uh quality go. of life change that they can make looking forward to mass transferring hat pikachus in 2020 <laughs> lofty goals absolutely all right well can i change my answer i kind of like that a little bit better than, than traveling <laughs> no um but if you have an answer to the question what are you looking forward to the most in pokemon go heading into 2020 dear listener you can of course answer the questions on social media when we post it there that includes facebook and or twitter or discord if you are a giving patron or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and speaking of emails email emails it's the mailbag that we talked about all last week <laughs> i feel like maybe this would have been a little bit different had we mentioned it on the show two weeks ago but i didn't know we weren't gonna miss a show i, sh- I probably would have if i looked at any calendar um and <laughs> and also just, this idea kind of like hit me like at the end of that show and i didn't get everything together until like five or so days ago and everybody's been great but i put out a call on social media you're probably like what is he talking about put a call out on social media facebook twitter i put it on our our uh, discord i put it everywhere i was like hey go ahead and send us some email and stuff we're doing a mailbag you can send us voicemails we'll play them on the show we got a, a text uh, to that that phone mail. we got a text that phone number as well 
Um, and, and here's all that. So it'll be a little bit longer than normal mail section. Super excited. This first text is from Ryan. Hello, cast. Who was the best dog and why is it Stoutland? Keep up the great work. I love the show and happy holidays. Okay. Uh, well. What is the best dog Pokemon, <laughs> Kyle? And why is it Stoutland? Well, it's not Stoutland. I'm sorry. Okay. But Stoutland is good. There's so many good dog Pokemon. How could you see? Can it be? Can it be Gen? Can it be Gen Eight? Sure. Is that yeah. is that okay? Yeah. I think it's Yamper then. No. I think Yamper and its evolution is the best dog Pokemon. Yes. What's the evolution's name again? Uh, Bolt, I guess with a Bolt, B. I'm, Boltund. Bol Bolton. Bolton. Yeah, Bolton. Yeah, there Boltund. you go. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good dog Pokemon, but I don't. I don't know, man. Okay, what's what's your answer? Then? Growlithe, I mean, the, the puppy Pokemon. Growlithe, that's fair. Growlithe's a good answer, but what yeah. about Suicune? It's like a dog. Mm. Suicune's totally a dog. I feel like I feel like Dooney Legendary is kind of a cop out. Uh, I don't know. If Ente I had is, to choose, Ente's also a dog. If I had to choose best dog, it would be Suicune. I like Suicune, <laughs> but if I had to choose a non-legendary, I think Growlithe is a good choice. But that's so fair. is Houndour, man. Houndour is but cool. But what about Eevee? Is Eevee is not really a dog. I mean, it is. Eevee is not. totally a dog. Eevee's, 100% a dog. Eevee's kind of like if a dog was mixed with a cat, though. No. I disagree. Really? You think so? You really think yeah. it's a dog? All right. I think it's a dog. Or, okay, maybe a dog mixed with a squirrel. Uh, uh, with a little bit of a lion in there with the mane. I don't know. I still I think it's a dog and I think looks like I think all the evolutions are, are a dog. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we all just agree that it's not frou-frou? It's not it's not fur frou. No. Absolutely yeah. not. No. You wanna get us started off with the with the emails section? Thanks for that text, Ryan. So the first email is from Tyler. It says You wake up tomorrow and it's your tenth birthday. Your mom was a well known Pokemon professor. And your dad is a very successful Pokemon breeder. They have offered you six of any Pokemon you want. What six Pokemon do you choose to go on your Pokemon adventure with? Wow, that's a question. Okay, first of all, <laughs> can we can we talk about the privilege this kid has? <laughs> he's he's the most privileged Pokemon <laughs> trainer ever. Six of any Pokemon you want. All right, so first of all, right, aside from privilege, th these have to be first stage, right? Because one of your one of your parents is a breeder, right? Yes, I would have to be it's baby first or first stage. Okay. Can I just can I say that this would make like the perfect antagonist in an anime for Pokemon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where where Ash is got like the bird, the bug, Pikachu, and one starter, and then this rich kid has just six pseudo legendary babies. That would suck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, this is a tough question. Oh, six? I I have spent the entire episode thinking about this one because I saw it. Okay. And this can be any, so it can include Gen 8 because I'm actually a big fan of some of the Pokemon there. Are you ready? I'm ready. I got it. So okay. Ghastly, because it can't not be Ghastly. Obviously. Dreepy, for those of you who are not playing Gen 8, Dreepy is the pseudo-legendary ghost dragon type it's the first stage toxel which is an electric poison type that was added in gen 8 if you don't know about it you should go look it up it's adorable and it's awesome and the evolution's pretty cool it's yeah toxtricity is the name of the evolution it's it's good mm -hmm. rotom i love rotom and it's so versatile too if we're talking about like balancing out your team because it can 
get to a different typing and different moveset because of it. If I had to pick a specific one, it would be Rotom Wash, though, just because the washing machine's funny. <laughs> and then uh, Froki, which is the water starter from Gen 6. Why evolves Froki? into Because it evolves into Greninja, and Greninja's awesome. Yeah. But also yeah. because Greninja's ability protein is ridiculously overpowered, and I'm that kind of player. <laughs> Planning for the future. I like it. Okay. And and then the last slot is it's a tie between two Pokemon. And it's either Marini or Ferroseed. So Ferroseed is a, a good one because Ferrothorn is just so strong. It is, but like Toxapex is is just like it's a wall that you I can't take down. So True. I'm gonna go with Ferroseed, but Toxapex and Marini are a close second for that slot. Okay. Okay. Uh, I haven't written any of this down. I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head. So this is probably going to be <laughs> awful. How many starters did you have? You had Froki and was that it? I just, just one starter. Yeah. Okay. Are we only going to be allowing ourselves to have one starter? Do you think? No, you can do whatever. I just, I had one starter, one pseudo legendary. So I just, you know, true. Just, it's what happened. Okay. Uh, probably Cyndaquil be my, my starter starter. Uh, that's the one I would be like, you know, ever since I was six, I'd be like, this is the one I want when I'm 10, I'm going to have a Cyndaquil. My parents <laughs> like, you could literally have any Pokemon. You're going to choose Cyndaquil. I'd be like, yeah, because I don't understand strength yet. Um, no, Cyndaquil would be great. And I think building the rest of the team around flexibility as my journey unfolds would be a really smart idea. So I think having an Eevee, right? So that later on, if of there's course, a severe yeah, hole okay. in my team, I could probably fill it. I could pivot. Right. I think having a Larvitar on my team, uh, which would be really, really mm -hmm. great because Tyrantar is just so, so stupidly strong. I would like to have a Tyrogue because I feel like it'd be really fun to watch the Tyrogue <laughs> grow and then eventually evolve. Like that would be really fun. And then be disappointed when it's a Hitmon top and not <laughs> a Hitmon Lee or Hitmon Chan. Well, all three of them are, are solid fighting choices. <laughs> just Hitmon top is less solid. You know, I mean, whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> i really want to have like one of those stupid big fat wall normals either uh, a chancy or maybe a munchlax <laughs> i'll probably no sorry not chancy it would be uh, have to be a happening or a munchlax i'm gonna go with munchlax actually that'd be really fun all right hope you have a, a bottomless bag of food for your adventure scyther how could i forget <laughs> scyther almost forgot something. absolutely and then lastly, I think my last pick would be a snubble so that I can just transfer it <laughs> instantly and then get a ratata or something more preferable right away. But oh it's it's gosh. about it's about going through the process. You know, I want to release another snubble into the world. Right. Just not have to deal with it. It's for my own personal health, mental health. Okay. You know, <laughs> okay. okay. well, thank you. Thanks for the question, <laughs> Tyler. Really appreciate it. What a weird ragtag team. This next email is from Splinteris, who also sent us an answer to the Pokeball. Way to go, air quotes, guys. Another year well spent giving all of us some fun info stories, interviews, and goals. Oh, thank you. I wanted to share with you what my new life goal is going into 2020. I want to become a new Pokemon Go personality, primarily focused on fitness. Okay. Starting in January, I'm going to get back into the routine of going to the gym and getting fit. And then sometime in March... If I feel I've hit close enough to my mark of feeling okay with my body, 
I'll start recording videos of me and my buddy, Champ, going out for shiny hunting and raids. I will also be making gym leader training videos, with each week or every other week being focused on a specific Pokemon typing, such as a Rock-type training week, Fairy-type training week, Fire-type, and so on. Of course, it's important to remember to have a good diet while exercising, so I plan on doing meal plans and cooking videos to go along with one type of week we're doing. But I'm an amateur cook, so these will be meals anyone can do. I love this idea so far. This is so cool. Uh, honestly, I'm extremely nervous about the whole thing and keep trying to keep myself motivated to do this. But I know at least the fitness part of it all is going to be a major benefit. Anyway, thanks to the whole GoCast crew for a great place to get my news, updates, community, and more. You are a real inspiration. Sincerely, the soon-to-be-known Gym Leader Splinteris. Wow, okay. I love this idea. This is so really well thought out and cool. Like, all of the different elements complement each other. The cooking videos, the playing videos, you know, the workout, all of all that stuff. All of it works together really, really well. If you organize this correctly, I think you'd have a, well, you'd have a wealth of content for sure. You'll never run out of things to, to talk about or do. But I don't think you, you'll get bored of, of this anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's a great idea. It's a great niche to fill, especially, you know, using Pokemon Go for fitness, for health. It's it's one of the best things about the the game, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is that it can be used for that gamification of everyday right, things. 100 percent. Um, one thing I would also say, though, too, is that there's the line in here. I'm extremely nervous about the whole thing and keep trying to keep myself motivated to do this. If you are ever so motivated that you're like, I really want to do this, uh, then throw the idea of motivation kind of out the window and stick to, to just doing it. Make the commitment and make it a either a routine or some sort of discipline that you do it with, because there are definitely some weeks. I'm sure, Kyle, you can you can uh, speak to this as well. As much as we love doing this show, sometimes it would be a lot easier if we didn't have to record on a specific night or like really tired or, you know, I wish I could sleep that night instead of editing. But sometimes, yeah. I, I, I mean, sh like th that's the outlandish thing. But like even just every week recording, sometimes you're like, I really don't have energy yeah. for this, you know, and sometimes um, you just do it anyway because there's value to it. And even if you don't really want to do it, you'll be happy you did, especially if it if is feeding a larger goal that you have. It's a it's a pretty common thought in, in the arts in general. Motivation is a lie. Don't. Don't let motivation determine if you're going to do something. Have dedication. You know, dedicate yourself to something and you got to make yourself do it because if you only wait for motivation, it's not going to happen. Right. And it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to get started with and, you know, I think a lot of us have had to, to deal with a similar situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I, um, we don't mean to preach if you already know this, but uh, just, you know, a little bit from us to you. And if best of luck to you, Spinteris. Next emails. Hey, guys, Pidgey Grabber here. Wanted to write in to see if you think you would be playing Pokemon Go in the same ways you are today without the podcast. Has it shaped your play style or commitment level? Keep 2020 moving. PG. I mean... I, I can safely say yes, it, it definitely has shaped my play style and I would not be playing Pokemon Go the same as I do now. If I'm being honest, I would probably take like the three coldest months of the year completely off mm -hmm. <laughs> and then probably play about the same that I play in the, the other nine months. So right. 
I would say something pretty similar, although I think that without the show, uh, I'm not too confident I would be playing at all anymore, really. I've been playing a lot. I've had some ups and downs, and this is actually good placement of emails from the last one. There have been a couple of months where I just did not want to play at all, but I told myself I had to participate in something or I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about on the show. Um, and that would motivate me enough to go do to go do the thing. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think without the motivation or like the responsibility of the podcast, I don't think I'd be playing nearly as much, if at all, anymore. Which is which is strange to say, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> what an interesting question. Thanks, Pidgey. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, this next one is from Jen. Real short one. Shout out to any Western Park Raiders who may be listening. Thanks for our community in 2019. Hi, Western Park Raiders, if you're listening. <laughs> Jen's pretty cool. And she says, thank you. So keep it up, I guess. So we're going to go into some voicemails here. This is new. We've never done this before. I've got three. I've got one from um, longtime listener of the show, Rob. One from somebody that did not give a name. So it's from a mystery person. And then uh, this last one, I'll keep a secret. So we'll do Rob first. Hey, Kyle and Chris. It's Rob here. You know, it's just been a crazy year. Uh, I didn't have any hypothetical question or anything this time. <laughs> I just wanted to actually say congratulations on the growth of the podcast. And I cannot wait to see how much you guys grow this year and how great the community becomes ever since you guys have came around. And I just want to say thank you so much for that. Have a nice day, guys, and happy catching. Well, that was really sweet. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Although I, I have to kick it back, Rob. I don't think uh I don't think the community's gotten better since we came around. I think it's just been I think it's just been that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the community's great and it's just it's just, you know, a place for a nice yeah. community to to grow together. Exactly. Unless he means specifically our Discord community, in which case I would say yes. That would not be <laughs> around if we didn't have the show, and also it is fantastic. Um, but we'll talk more about Discord later. This next one's from a mystery fellow. Happy holidays, GoCast crew and listener. Uh, my question for you guys is if you had to come up with a new feature that isn't breeding or some quality of life issues, what would it be? The only rules is that it can't be breeding or the quality of life issues, and then it's got to be uh, one of Niantic's core values. Thanks, Trent. So the two of us are sitting here after we listen to that, and we're like, hang on, what are the core values? Because don't remember off the top of our no. head. We knew at one uh -uh. point. <laughs> so Chris Chris spent about like 20 seconds looking, and I'm, he's like, I can't find it. And I'm like, okay, hang on. And then I typed it into Google. I didn't, didn't do anything else. Well, okay, so, so did you type in Niantic core values or Niantic's core values? Niantic. Oh, core I did Niantic's core values, and I got a bunch of Niantic-related articles. But I think they had just the phrase Niantic's core values as like a reference, but not like the actual list <laughs> of the values. One letter, it makes a big difference. If you've been bamboozled but, by Google, is that a bamboozle? Uh, yeah, Googleboozle. Sure. <laughs> no, that one doesn't work. Okay. Anyways, Niantic's three core values are exploration, exercise, and real-world social interaction. So basically, any suggestions, you don't want stuff that people can just sit back and do, right. more or less. It has to be like a legitimate Niantic, like angled uh, innovation, right? I've got, a, I've got a real straightforward one 
that we've we've talked about before, and I still think is one of the best ideas. Okay, it's a, a new point of interest. That's a Pokemart. Ah, uh, yes. It doesn't have to be somewhere you can sell items or buy items. Just have it give you different items, so you can tailor your play more. You can convert stops to Pokemarts, or you can bring in some of the other unused. Uh, point of interests because we know they exist because of the game the game what's the game ingress other game ingress yeah we know they exist because of ingress (laughs) (laughs) look i forgot the name of the game (laughs) oh oh man honor those that came before kyle come on show some respect That's, look, look, Ingress did a lot of work for Pokemon Go, but it, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would probably say um, the Pokemon ideas like I didn't even think about that, but that really does slot into this question really well. But I think maybe going off of one of the core values of exploration or exercise, rather kind of the two of them together, I think a multiplier that after you hit like maybe five or six kilometers in a day, you got like a. 0.25 multiplier on stardust or something for the rest of the day would be awesome so it would it would kind of reward those that grind so they don't have to grind as much but it's not so crazy beneficial that you feel like you're wasting your time if you're not running that bonus i guess yeah i like that kind of idea i would like to see that added in conjunction with like three or four different things of that same nature mm-hmm. for people who maybe if you do enough of this feature, you then get your bonus for the rest of the day type of thing. Yeah. Like after 10 eggs or something like that, or sorry, yeah. after nine eggs, that'll be a full <laughs> inventory of eggs. After nine <laughs> eggs. and eggs. Uh, be every- just the real jab. <laughs> Could you <laughs> be real rude? After nine eggs, every egg that you hatch after that until the reset time of like 3 a.m. or whatever, right? You get 50% more candy or, you know, 25% more Stardust or something like that, right? Yeah. That would, yeah. I like that idea. That's Me a cool too. idea. Then it could stack with other benefits, and that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that voicemail. And here's the last one. Hello. This is Liz. I work at a place called Niantic for Pokemon Go. I just wanted to call and wish everybody a very happy holiday. And thanks for all you do and making amazing content for our community. Talk to you soon. Bye. Liz is the sweetest human being. Yeah, she is. That's really nice. (laughs) Thank you, Liz. Happy holidays to you as well. I hope that everything went absolutely wonderfully for you and that you have a wonderful new year. And uh, the same goes to you, listeners out there. like to just kind of echo what Liz said. Happy holidays. Thanks for everything you guys do for the community, including participating in content like this and just getting out and playing and being positive influences in the community. In addition to the voicemails, we've got just a couple of regular emails to kind of round out this mailbag section. So Jack throwed in, hi, GoCast dudes. Love it. My answer. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I don't worry. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> Jackson wrote in, hi, GoCast dudes. My answer to the Pokepole is my Umbreon with a community day move because Umbreon is my favorite Pokemon and he has the community day move. I got this dude on the December community days. Woo-hoo. I also got more Pokeballs. If you, if you don't remember... Jackson was uh, wrote in. Was it was it two weeks ago or was it three weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago 
about only being able to play on Wi-Fi, and so his play was restricted. So that's great that you got, especially got out to go for the the community day and got to evolve your your Eevee into an Umbreon. I did the 2019 research. I have one quick question. If Pokemon Go were a part of the main series games, what would your team be? Mine would be Primarina? Mm-hmm. Who, who's Primarina? Primarina is the um, evolved form of what's the what's the seal? Poplio. Oh, oh! <laughs> I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Forgot about Poplio. <laughs> Everybody forgets about Poplio, man. Should I start that over? Poplio's a literal clown. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jackson. P.S. Can you ask Ness to come on the show eventually? Uh. I'll keep I'll leave asking. that one for Chris. I'll keep asking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when she's out of time, she's a, she's a busy lady yeah. with lots of things she, to attend to. She is super busy, especially yeah. with the school going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I bet once I bet once it calms down. Hopefully, and then travel for work. Can convince her. And, you know, when she had time, yeah. she has time now, but it's holiday season, so that's pretty much like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you're running around like crazy, and then if you have a chance to catch your breath, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what she's doing, some self-care stuff. Which is great, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get her to you know maybe like record a little something or maybe hop on a, an episode if she's got some free time in the future. But don't worry, I haven't stopped asking. <laughs> if it's if it's feasible, we'll do it. Uh, this last email was from Trent. I'm way late, but I did want to share my Pokemon Go 2019 memory. GoFest almost would have been my first answer if not for attending the 2019 Pokemon World Championship. They really put a lot of effort into it, more than just Unknown Fest, though Unknown would have been appreciated. Oh, bummer. <laughs> By making it into a mini fossil themed event, and there were a bountiful amount of sponsor Kranidos and Shield on at a time when they were still kind of rare. Relicanth and Aerodactyl have plenty via tasks. Saturday being the largest raid train I'd ever been a part of. And then gave us like two screenshots of like one video. I think it was a training trip to video. And the other one was uh, Joe Merrick from Cerebi. If you know who that is him doing a social post of like tons and tons of people just in the streets for a raid. And the, the title of the post was uh, dead game. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard anybody say, Oh, you still play that game. People still play that game. I haven't heard anybody say that in a while. I, I have. Oh, you I have? have at work. Oh, I have well. at work. Whenever I mention it to be like, you still play that. You're like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yes, that's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, thank you for the email, Trent. And thank you guys so much for the emails, the voicemails, the text messages. Thanks for making this, uh, you know, last episode of the year special. We appreciate you guys being part of it. Um, I think I am going to leave the voice uh, line open for those that would like to give us a voicemail instead of email for the future. The phone number for voicemails is 262-586-7717. You can also send text messages to that number. It'll also be in the show notes if you want to refer to it there. Um, preferably, if you're going to leave us a voicemail, keep it under a minute, make it family friendly. But really, you can ask us a question, tell a story, say hi. It, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. This worked out so well, I'd probably just like to keep it as a permanent edition because it's it's so much fun. But OK, you can also send this emails to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Visit our website, gocastpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast podcast. Follow us on Twitter at GoCast podcast. Support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast, where for as little as one dollar a month, you can join our patron exclusive discord community, which is growing by the week. It's lovely. 
lovely people. And um, yeah, we're happy to have you there. But if monetary support is not your dealio and $1 is, is a steep asking price, uh, you can, of course, go on to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you might be listening to the show, and please leave us a review. It helps us out immensely. Like You have no idea how much it really helps out our rankings, getting us into uh, more people's ears and podcast catchers and all that stuff. It would just it helps us out. So please, if you have time and you remember, that'd be great. We're at the end here, Kyle, and I know you've got to go to work soon, but uh, bear with me. And uh, let's let's get through these these goals. <laughs> How about you go first? Are you ready? Uh, sure. Okay. So I've I've maxed out my you mask. I gotta move on. Okay. But I'm not sure which I should move on to. Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got a hundred percent Sableye, but I also have a shiny Sableye. Ooh, uh, max the one hundred percent Sableye. Yeah. Yep, because he'll be good in PvP. Okay. Uh, 100% max is over 1,500, though. It is? I thought it was right under um, it. Uh, let's, we're going to find out real quick, live, right now. Okay. Max is at 1,476. Okay, got it. Guess that's what I'm going to level then. <laughs> okay. So. All righty. Max is Sableye. And what else? Oh, that's so expensive. Um, I still want to get a, a Verizian. Okay. I haven't gotten one yet. Ooh. I don't think I've gotten any of these these Swords of Justice at all, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But. Um, I've got a couple of extras of the other ones for you, but I don't have any Verizian yeah. either. So we gotta, we really got to um, get that one. I'd like to get a Bear Tick before the events end. Hopefully that'll be possible. I only need like, you know, 10 more Cub Chew. Um, and bear tick. Oh, I didn't mention this earlier, but I hatched a golette. Oh, hey, nice. So, so, so that's good because ghost type. I'm gonna need one of those. Uh, yeah. Is that your first golette? Yes, that is my oh first. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh no, that's a bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have like I still don't have a Dano either. Oh man, wow, we really gotta we gotta hook you up, man. Maybe one day when I have Stardust again. You know what we really need? We need nice weather so that you and I can just go play for an entire day again. Yeah. See, like, I don't have an Excadrill still. I've literally seen, like, two Drillbers ever. Yeah. I have a feeling that Adventure Week this upcoming year is going to have a lot of Drillbur. That's my theory. All right. Max your Sable, I get a Verizian and uh, evolve into a Bear Tick. For myself, also catch a Verizian. I looked it up, and you and I only have about nine days left to go get this guy including today so yikes on that one uh verizian yep i'm going to try to get three hundred thousand stardust because that'll make me play a lot i want to do at least 50 eggs this week so 50 eggs and then i think and uh, my last one's going to be catch a cryogonal is it cryogonal or cryogonal cryogonal Cryogonal, I, I right? Say, it's like I cryagonal. say cryogonal. It's cryogonal. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, cool. That's what I thought. Anyway, that's it. That's it for the show. We're done. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we sure did. And if you're still here with us, then you did too, listener. Uh, and that's it. We'll see you guys next week for episode 76. Next week is New Year's Eve on Tuesday, so we'll probably have to figure out another day to record, but we'll we'll figure that out by then. Maybe not. We'll see. There will be another show. We're not done. I promise. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening, and bye-bye. Bye.